0: This is gonna be a, jalapeno, a fucking corker. <laughs> jalapeno chips, dude. Mm-mm-mm.
1: And they're like the the Crunchers kind. They're the generic store oh, yeah. brand, but like the Crunchers, the kettle chips. Mm-hmm. Mm, they got that good crunch to them.
0: Oh, yeah. Well, it's just at my mom's house. My mom's got old lady food, so she's got like oots, You know, the Uts oh, stuff in the big fucking. Oh, hell yeah. She's I'm walking out the door. Every time I walk out the door and my, my, my wife didn't believe it. I said, We walk out the door, please make sure we have nothing in the trunk wise. My mom's gonna start handing me shit from her house as I walk out the door. So we st- she starts with I made you some food and it was one of my favorites. I already ate half of it. I fucking had to stop. Fucking giant pan of brownies and then books. And then I'm like Oh here's here's a solar lamp and oh and this'll be good and the kids and she fucking armloads of shit for the kids. I like got an entire trunk full, and I'd already bought the kid shit. Oh, we're going to go to the bookstore today. I fucking had like eight bags in there. And my wife's going, you weren't kidding. And I'm like, no, no. She buys shit, and then just to give away at while people walk out the door.
1: Everything that she couldn't get rid of at that yard sale is just now
0: in your trunk. <laughs> Pretty much, yeah. She does like I do and goes to yard sales, buys shit, and then sells it at another yard sale.
1: Yeah, that sounds like some old lady shit.
0: I've been an old lady then, because I fucking do the same thing.
1: I mean, to be fair though, your yard sailing sometimes pays off because I have seen some of the shoes that you have uh, sent pictures of. And oh, and the are...
0: unicycle and that fucking Christmas sweater, dude. Yes. Mm-hmm.
1: The Christmas sweater, the
0: glory that is that Nutcracker We're squirrel gonna,
1: shirt. Fine, we'll mm. do it for Instagram for holidays. I mean, not that anyone really gives a shit, but Mm-mm. yeah, James got me a very nice uh, Nutcracker-esque squirrel sweater.
0: Yes, it was a squirrel dressed as the Nutcracker. Yes, I think. yes. It's pretty sweet. Bright red. Oof.
1: But the most important part of your trip back home to back in Chicago.
0: Oh. Italian yeah, beef sandwiches. Yes, yeah,
1: yeah. I, I cannot wait to rip through this
0: so that I can eat
1: this Italian
0: beef. I am bloated for three days of Italian beef sandwiches and combos and fucking hot dogs. and.
1: Oh. Oh. Yeah, man, that's, it's one thing that I really miss about anywhere but here. Yeah. Is the, oof, there
0: is good food places. you got to really look here. If you want something that's good, good. You really have to search it out, even even though we're near a big city, or a bigger city. I guess. I, I, okay, I, I will call it a city, <laughs> but even it, though it, it's Beer City, USA. Absolutely, but <laughs> it, just, the food culture out here is just pretty much non-existent.
1: No, I used to call Grand Rapids the. Uh... The battle of the chicken sandwiches. (laughs) Well, who has the best chicken sandwich? Because everything's so fucking bland. Mm -hmm. Everywhere you go, they have just a grilled chicken sandwich. Well,
0: they'll have the argument about, well, they have the good grilled chicken sandwich, but they have the better ranch. Oh, fucking Jesus. And you know that conversation's happened. James, the ranch. You know that conversation's happened. What is your feelings on ranch? Oh... I guess if I had some rancid meat and was forced to eat it and had to cover the flavor, and that's all I had, but I don't. I wouldn't. I've never had ranch. I didn't grow up with ranch. Ranch was not in my house. I
1: didn't grow up with ranch either, and I never really got accustomed to it. It's something that I can eat like on broccoli or cauliflower, like as a dip.
0: Yeah, I could see it as a dip more
1: than anything. Mm -hmm. But like putting chicken in it, it fucking grosses me out. Which is strange because. You know what I've really come around on um, as an adult?
0: Cream of mushroom soup? Mm, worse.
1: You're going to really hate me.
0: Okay, I'm, I'm, I'm afraid. Mayonnaise, baby. Oh, mayonnaise. There's something about that that just makes me gag.
1: You know what I did for my Halloween?
0: <laughs> ate mayonnaise?
1: <laughs> her and the kid were gone. They went to her cousin's house. So mm-hmm. I had the house to myself. So I watched Deadstream. Mm. And I ate a disgusting amount of chicken nuggets and oven fries. Oh, dear. Dipping them motherfuckers just in
0: mayonnaise. You are fucking wrong. R-O-N-G I, I had, wrong.
1: In in a bowl, I had some mayonnaise and barbecue right next to each other, so oh, oh, oh. if I chose, I could get single dips of each. Oh, dear. Oh, man. I've gotten real into the uh, European
0: style just dipping french fries and mayonnaise. I think it was you were telling I'm, me. I'm that fucking guy now. <laughs> yeah, but you were the one telling me because I've always been grossed out by mayonnaise, just the vinegary flavor. I I can if I make my own with the eggs, that's a different story. But just fucking Hellman's or whatever. Mm-hmm. You were telling me that it, the reason some people don't like it is because it kind of has the composition of decaying flesh. Or...
1: Yeah, there's a. They did a study, I guess, uh, linking the texture of mayonnaise to like dead things. So that it would trigger in some people's brains, like, evolutionary disgust.
0: Well, disgust like, the fuck out of me.
1: Yeah, like, it's the same reason that we don't eat our own poop. Fair Because, like, biologically, we've evolved to just go, no, don't put that near you.
0: <laughs> Probably not going to be good for you.
1: Yeah, so, like, there is a science to the disgust of mayonnaise, and, <laughs> yeah. Did you know that there are uh, certain provisions which you have to clear? To uh, be considered mayonnaise?
0: No, I'm afraid. That is
1: why Miracle Whip is considered salad dressing. <laughs> there is a certain ratio of eggs to oil to vinegar that you have to reach, apparently, mm-hmm. to be considered mayonnaise.
0: Otherwise, it's sandwich spread.
1: Yeah, salad dressing. Yes,
0: yeah. correct. Mm. Oh, that's, that's even worse. Like, I
1: never understood when they say like that Miracle Whip has that tangy zip. Like, yeah, so does mayonnaise. Yeah, it's got vinegar in it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But,
0: uh, you know, it's a vehicle what to get more oil into your food.
1: Yeah, it, it's just, it, it's slideies.
0: Yeah, like much like ranch.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Now, mustard, I think, is the king of the old condiments. Mm. If we, we just gotten onto condiments now? Well, I'd
0: love me some mustard.
1: Well, we should probably, should we focus? And I suppose thing? we got to talk about oh, oh this. Thing. We got to talk thing, about this thing. My
0: thingamajigger. Mm-hmm.
1: <sighs> All right, are we
0: we are lubed and ready to groove baby
1: sure man (laughs) um hey everybody welcome to horror vomit where we talk about horror movies so you don't have to my name is chris faff and i am one of your
0: hosts and i am james marino i'm the other one of your hosts and how come this makes me laugh every fucking time i don't know because i like to switch on a dime and try and
1: really catch you off guard (laughs) it works i do my best indeed um this week we really slap dashed one together.
0: Oh God! Yes. We
1: uh, we chose a film based not only on historical merit but also on a running time. Long time. Mm-hmm. At seventy seven minutes. Oh yeah. From nineteen eighty two, we watched the Slumber Party Massacre. Oh jeez. Uh, written by Rita Mae Brown and directed by Amy Holden Jones. mm Hmm. Written and directed by women. Mm-hmm. Slumber Party Massacre. Oh. Uh, starring Michelle Michaels as Trish, Robin Style as Valerie, and Michael v- Viella as Ross Thorne, mm-hmm. the murderer. Plus several others that we are not going to take the time to get into.
0: No. James! I think I saw about three or four I- M.A.S.H. extras on there, though.
1: I-, I have a burning question for you. Do you now? It is just burning in my loins
0: mm-hmm. after well,
1: watching this.
0: Lay it down on me.
1: How'd you like Slumber Party Massacre? Oh, I didn't hate it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that, that, that sounds about right.
0: I, just, I, I had to stop and compare it to other movies of the genre and the era in my head. And I've only seen like five or six of them. And the All ones the way I through. Yeah. And the, the ones I've seen were like classics, I guess, because everybody see, saw them. That's why I saw them at the theater. And I've seen some shitty ones too, much for the same reason that this movie exists. Uh-huh. And uh, it's right on par with a lot of them. It's better than some, worse than a lot, you know? But it's there. Yeah? Yeah.
1: It is a film that exists.
0: Indeed it does.
1: So, uh, this is, uh... One of those films that when you say like, oh, you couldn't make that today. I mean, theoretically you could, mm-hmm. but who would give a shit? Right. I think this movie benefits massively from being made in 1982.
0: Yes. And it also it also has the benefit of being a VCR porn classic. Yes. Because couldn't get it. Not on the phone. So we'd rent the shit out of a movie based on how much boobies you could see. And occasionally if you get a flash of, you know. The Undercarriage. Whoa, that, that was a red-letter day. Rent the hell out of those movies.
1: Yep. Uh, like I said, this... I guess it's one of the more important slashers of the genre. I mean, it's certainly one of the oldest. I mean, the slasher slasher genre carried on well into the early, mid-90s. Mm-hmm. even with Scream. Obviously, it got more meta as it went along, but... Uh, now
0: that you mention it, though, when we just, bits and pieces of this film actually show up later in, in other other films because we saw the killed Bill part
1: mm-hmm.
0: and there were, if I really, really stop and focus, I see things that I've seen in other movies since then I don't know if this movie started but it's the first time I've seen a lot of the things. However, they, it, and before we okay.
1: get real into it, I mean, okay. say what you want but it's certainly well shot.
0: And beautifully edited.
1: Yeah, the editing's great. Mm-hmm. When... When people like you and I notice editing, it's very good.
0: Because it's better than it needed to be, really.
1: It it is much better than it needed to be for a film that there's not a lot to it. Oh, gosh, no. Uh, But again, it's certainly a movie. Yeah. It's certainly, again, had you not made this during the 80s, and I say that because... You make it during the 90s and Who Gives a Shit. Mm-hmm. That was with the rise of home video. People yeah. were making a lot more movies. Right. In 1982, you still needed cameras. You needed film. You I mean, needed actors. You needed sets, clearly. And it was, a, I guess, much more difficult to put together what a film like this. And again, when it's made as well as it <coughs> is, I, I mean, you can't overlook how important it is. Really, to the entire
0: genre of horror. And, and if you think about 1982, where, where they filmed it? In California, right? Presumably. Well, the sets, and they mentioned it, but it looked like California to me, but they, you have, the permits you have to get, you actually have to pay people shit. You know, It's not like you can get Fred, Fred the neighbor to go lay under a sheet. You have to pay a guy, union scale, to go do that. So there was some money in this. So yeah, yeah, it was a big deal. And the kills are pretty good. Some of them were amazing. Uh-huh. And all of them were plausible. It wasn't like, you know how some of them we've seen with the blood splatters up against the walls and just gouts? Yeah. Except for a few scenes, a lot of it was hinted at. The more gruesome, gruesome deaths were done off screen, mm-hmm. which is beautiful. And Again, I always like it when they make me do some of the heavy lifting. But even when they didn't, the the, the kills were... Were so well shot that you didn't feel insulted.
1: Yeah, the the problems that I have, which we'll get into more, is it is very indicative of the slasher genre. Though Mm -hmm. there's a lot of uh,
0: wasting time. It feels like, and it was very very formulaic. I think the the formula had some of the formula had been invented prior to this movie. Yeah, and the. If this was a drinking game and you just went by to drink every time there's a jump scare, you'd be pretty blissed by the end of the movie.
1: Yeah, it, every time there's a yeah a red herring hand reaching out to grab somebody mm-hmm. because they set it up pretty well though because the first time it happens is the guy grabbing the uh, the painter yeah. into the van, so they set up that it could be anybody at any time. But then mm. for
0: a very long time, it's nobody. nobody. And, and well, should we should we do a, a like a no, <laughs> What do we call that? A, uh, uh, a synopsis? Yeah, that's the word I was looking for.
1: Uh, teenagers get murdered.
0: Yeah, at a slumber party. Uh-huh. Okay.
1: Well, uh, I just want to see... I, I'd mm. say, what else do you want, man? I,
0: mean, I just wanted to get it out of the way. You know, tradition.
1: They they weren't really hiding anything with the title. <laughs> no, they slumber were not. Slumber party
0: massacre. <laughs> uh, but yeah, the, the, one of the amazing things about this movie, and, and I liked it just from a, an idea point of view, is that... Yes, there were horrible murders happening and it wasn't a comedy of errors like ha ha funny, but it, it just seemed like naturally that everybody just didn't notice that these things were happening and the killer was very, you know, clever to hide things and whatever, which makes sense now. Mm-hmm. But I love the fact that everybody, it was like a French farce, but instead of seeing somebody having sex, oh shit, there's a body. Yeah. But nobody knows because they're closed off in the room and they're separate from each other. So it was like a slasher farce.
1: Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it it almost does feel like it almost an immediate parody of the sh- slasher genre mm-hmm. and it there are a lot of good gags that make it very fun. Yes. But again, it's my problem with the entire slasher genre is that it takes forever to get to anything
0: interesting. And this movie it, doesn't do anything with that. I'm so fucking spoiled to have this downtime or the long drawn out time mean something. You know, I can get fucking spoiled as shit. This means shit. <laughs> Nothing meant really anything.
1: No, because, I mean, you could, <sighs> if you wanted to be very generous, you could call it uh, character progression, watching it, it, these girls interact together. Uh huh. But not really. It, it's more kind of just voyeuristic, I guess, just watching a a heightened reality version of teenage girls? Yeah, I guess. And the conversations that they would have.
0: It was like Judy Bloom with fucking Jason in it. Yeah. <laughs> oh my god, it, it exactly was like Judy Bloom cuz some of the conversations I remember reading in 4th grade. Holy shit. Yeah, it's a it's a weird movie. It and is a weird little thing and the more I think about it, these little the more I'm enjoying it. The movie is the movie, but the thoughts about the movie are more interesting than the movie itself.
1: Yeah, and I mean, if we want to get into the whole... Uh, slashers are very much known for being political pieces mm-hmm. when you get right down to it, and a lot of them are very conservative in their views. Mm-hmm. And I don't, I don't know what this movie's trying to say about the deinstitutionalization.
0: I don't know, because the entire time of the movie... In between smart-ass comments and, you know, that's why I don't watch movies with people because I can't shut the fuck up during them. Well, that's what this movie is made for, though. I know, but I do this during War and Peace. It doesn't matter. I fucking, I, I can't not. Okay, anyway. But regardless, I spent the time that in between trying to piece out a theme. Sometimes you know, a theme will sneak up and, you, oh, that's, this movie is about such and such or it's very specifically about this and I couldn't read a theme into this. And again, I was pissed off at this movie for a minute because I'm like, in every other 80s slasher film I ever saw, they have the origin story for the slasher. We just know this guy is killed before it was institutionalized and got out. And he kills with a fucking auger. That's what we know about this guy. Yep. And I think I've been spoiled to have something known about the guy We don't know fuck all about this guy except he's insane, which actually makes it scarier now that I think about it. Mm-hmm. This guy is just a killer because he likes to fucking kill.
1: He doesn't say a word until the very end.
0: Yeah. And you're like, oh, you're a. Something's happened. You're raping with an auger. I got you now.
1: But you caught something very interesting is that they show the killer right away. Mm hmm. It was about maybe 15 minutes into it, and we know who the killer is. Yeah. So th- there would be no. <coughs> There's no suspense. <clears throat> right. That's drawn from this killer. It's just watching his brutality. Right. I guess, for lack of a better term. And he's clearly the crazed lunatic with the red eye, or not red eyes, the the, the red around his eyes, and sweaty, and looks confused, mm -hmm. uh, unless he's murdering. Right. And stalking. Yeah, I think, I mean, it has to be a response to Reagan America and the deinstitutionalization that caused a lot of the
0: homeless problems. Oh, yeah. And And the the whole, like... The idea of the Willie Horton thing and, you know, they, they let somebody out and then bad things were committed. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I don't. That wasn't until later, was it? No, it wasn't until later.
1: But, yes, but it was
0: a similar idea.
1: Right. But it, it still draws on that, you know, there are crazed lunatics mm-hmm. stalking the neighborhoods, killing your children. Yes. And, and you know the whole satanic panic thing which a lot of the movies in this genre kind of got into at some
0: point none of that no just a crazy lunatic exactly and you know what the only other thing that pissed me off about this movie well, there's a bunch a couple of things but the one that pissed me off is when they you know they showed those shoes at the beginning of the movie tick, tick, by the telephone in my head I'm like fuck that's got to come back that's got cuz they spent what 10 seconds on those goddamn shoes by the telephone i thought they were going to put him down in the hallway make the killer chase him and stab him in the back some fucking thing no, they never come up again,
1: oh, there's a lot of things that we see a lot of that you th- would think uh, through you know as much film as we end up watching that mm-hmm. oh, these are pointed hints these are they're yeah. paying attention to this because we need to pay attention to this, and I think that is a thousand percent just your fault for having those expectations of mm. slumber party massacre, I suppose because my God, do we
0: watch girls play basketball for ever and I would have appreciated it if they would have played basketball semi well. Yes. See, I, I have eight year olds that can play basketball better, and they played once.
1: And, but see, that's the attempt to uh, do the Halloween thing. Because a lot of, if you remember, a lot of Halloween is those girls walking to and from school and talking and doing just everyday things oh
0: like 15 minutes on the stairs i got you
1: but it, but it works in halloween great yeah. i mean if, if you really can't pay attention to a movie it could be taken as boring but i mean if you really pay attention it gets into the characters and yada 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 it's very well written as john carpenter yeah and he still yeah. gave a shit mm-hmm. back before he was having uh surfing on uh hurricane or a typhoons or whatever the fuck
0: oh god the less said about that the better <laughs> <coughs> no, that's all I can think about. That's all is in my fucking head. God damn you. Yeah, but they're
1: trying to do that day in the life thing that Halloween did. Mm-hmm. But again, I, I don't know if there was more shot to this film and they just ran out of editing money or what happened. But man, do we see a lot of things that for a very long time
0: that we don't need to see? Mm-hmm. And I thought, remember when he was counting the bodies in the trunk? Yes. I thought there was going to be some significance to the number. I thought there was going to be something tied into that. I
1: think there is, and we just missed it because we were too busy jaw jacking. Yeah. I'm sure at the beginning it mentions how many people he killed, and it has to do with some ritual he's performing. Okay, I'm I'm hoping. killed from the last time, something like that. I'm sure there is that connection there. We were just dinking around.
0: I suppose if I read a synopsis, I could understand the movie a little better.
1: Oh, yeah. Had we done any actual research rather than quickly slapdashing in an episode together. But ha-
0: having watched this episode, I'm glad for not having done the research because then I would have been a little more insulted, I think.
1: Yeah, but, I mean, there's long scenes of... I. I- Fuck, I forget all of their names, but the next door neighbor is there. Valerie? Trish or
0: Valerie? I forgot. Valerie? One of the two. Yes, Trish was at the house still,
1: yeah. Yeah, like doing her sister's hair. Mm-hmm. Or her sister going to flick the bean to a playgirl.
0: Oh, yeah. She can play a bass solo to Slash Alone." Mm Mm
1: It, It's those scenes when you just go, okay, I, I get it, yeah, but I don't need to see this.
0: And with all of the characterization they attempted, I felt nothing for any one of these motherfuckers. I didn't care. I really. I said, oh, but it was a cool. Agar scene. Uh huh. But yeah, I, I felt nothing for any of these characters. We we got to bring up the creepy neighbor. Oh, geez, Mr. Stanton. That guy's the best. Oh my god! Yeah. <laughs> mm.
1: What a strange
0: thing to happen in this film. I know. Well, he was super creeper too. Because the first time we see him, he startles what's-her-butt in the house.
1: Yeah, because uh, her parents leave, and that's why the slumber party is happening. Mm -hmm. Because she doesn't want to be in the house alone. But Mr. fucking who cares, next door. You know, the single appearing to be single dude, and you know, is like Mm mid-30s. Super not going to try and fuck your, what was clearly stated, 18-year-old daughter. Thank you. Yeah, they get that out of the way right up front. Because
0: before they told us, uh, we got to see her naked. Uh Uh-huh. And we needed to know how we felt about that real quick.
1: (laughs) Yeah, we sure did. We needed clarification immediately. (laughs) That was an
0: answer we could not wait for.
1: But, yeah. So he's just creeping around in their house. Like, he comes out from upstairs. After being upstairs. (laughs) Like... There's no way he wasn't sniffing panties. (laughs) Scares the living shit out of her, and she's like, oh, no, we'll just come in and have a cup of coffee.
0: (laughs) Not only does, well, I was only here to, I was worried because I didn't see anybody.
1: Yeah, I I didn't see any activity in the home, so, you know, your parents entrusted me to watch out for you in the house, so I just walked in and crept upstairs into, you know, personal areas.
0: (laughs) I hope you didn't tape any of the drawers, because... All of them were open,
1: but, uh, yeah, her friends get there and he's having his coffee <laughs> and they break out a big bag of weed. Maui. wowie. To which he lowers his face down and sniffs it.
0: Mm-hmm. Says, a closed listen.
1: baggie, mind you. Yeah. Says, listen, I'll make you a deal. I won't tell your parents. So long as you don't tell your parents that I was just here creeping around the house.
0: Already making the secrets. Yeah. (laughs) Like a big old creeper. We've got a deal now, right? Who the fuck is this guy? I don't know.
1: He has clearly been grooming this girl for years.
0: Years. Mm Mm-hmm. Oh,
1: and then, yeah, he's just out snail hunting later. Oh
0: God, snail hunting. Now, one of the scares in this movie involves one of the girls moving a log over and this giant ass snail. It was a giant fucking California slug snails. Yeah. Fucking scary as shit. Uh huh. (laughs) Boom. And then we see this guy, the neighbor runs out with an ax cleaves this fucking snail. I don't know how they did that, because it looked like he cleaved a real goddamn snail. I don't know if ACSPCA got on him or shit, but that was kind of fucked up. Yeah. Uh, yeah. It's
1: like, yeah, you gotta go, you gotta kill them this way, otherwise they come back. Like, they're fucking snails, dude. They're not
0: zombies. What are you talking about? <laughs> Somebody shows up with a salt shaker. I beg to differ. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Oh.
1: oh, man. I... I was real conflicted to see that guy murdered. Because, I mean, to be fair, she's 18. I guess. So, I mean, get it? Uh, I mean, what I'm saying is that there could have been a real, real weird romance there.
0: Yeah, I guess. I guess. And it's a
1: real shame we didn't get to see it play out.
0: (laughs) No, maybe we're better off for just having it in our minds. (laughs) You sick fuck. All right. Alright,
1: so I want to understand this joke. I want to really work this out. Oh my god, no. It's not how big it is, it's what's What's inside
0: it. And they weren't talking about eclairs.
1: Well, they were talking about something else before that, like boxes or something. It's not how big it is, it's what's inside it.
0: Yeah. Then they turned that joke... On dicks, right? Like, what you, you, you the the baby batter? What the, the being a mom? What the fuck are you talking about? I have to think somebody noticed
1: that at some point.
0: I I, I can just imagine being one of the cast going, oh, "This is awkward. Can we can we change the wording? <laughs> what the fuck?"
1: But also like, no, <laughs> that is literally all the film we had for this shot. Uh, we gotta keep it, fuck. guys. <laughs>
0: fuck this is stupid right we all agree this is stupid (laughs) okay for the record
1: because i'm pretty sure the scene cuts like three seconds after that awkwardly like it like they gave it time to settle in Uh and i forget what happens exactly next because
0: i had to say out loud to you like hey that joke didn't make any sense right i said thank you i thought it was just me because sometimes I get jokes go right the fuck over me, and the I got to fu- think about it for ten minutes.
1: What was the other joke that somebody made that we sat here both for like ten seconds in oh, complete Christ. silence before one of us had to speak up
0: and say, "Hey, that didn't make any sense, right?" Yeah, <laughs> but I forgot what it was. There's so, mem- so many memorable things in this movie. Yeah, yeah. Uh, there's lots of boobies. Lots and lots and lots and lots and lots. I think we've got about. 10 full minutes of boobs. Yeah. Got a shower sauce scene. We got three changing scenes. We got, I you know, I thought I thought some side boob even before we were supposed to see boobs. It was great.
1: And that's what I'm saying is the the 80s is the only time that you could really get away with this. Mm-hmm. Because you make that in the 90s and it's like, yeah, it's, you just made like another soft core porno. Like, was it well, Species 3? Starship <laughs> Troopers. Yeah. Yeah. But Starship Troopers is a
0: good movie. Right, but I'm just saying, it's there. Yeah, but it, not to this degree. But it's, again, it didn't need to be there. A lot of these movies were sold on the basis of how much boobies you could see throughout the entire movie.
1: Exactly, but that wasn't really the draw of Starship Troopers. It's no, no, no. It's mainly
0: alien fighting. Fair enough.
1: But the boobies happened to be there. Yeah, I'm just saying they, they could do it. The draw in this film is that you know you're going to see teen boobs
0: absolutely and i was a teen when this came out i I must add so it was a huge deal
1: right but that's what i'm saying is that i think obviously this film benefits greatly from nostalgia because you make this any other time than past like 88 Mm -hmm. and it's going to be who gives a shit yeah but this is considered one of the like seminal slasher classics and it's just magical to think that, like, man, there was a time when everybody was so shitty.
0: Oh, yeah, and like the, the creepers you at the do, window.
1: Yeah. The, just... All you have to do is just slap some boobs on the screen and then, you know, have some at least cool technical deaths. Mm-hmm. Because that's what's going to get your film seen. Yep. That's what's going to show off the things that you can do that you learned how to do with your special effects is, well... There's gonna have to be a lot of boobs. <laughs> well, it's
0: exa- Well, they were doing it for the uh, they were all those movies like that for the uh, drive-ins. So when VCRs came out, it was a natural progression, and I love it. Yeah. I love the idea that those movies exist just because they let movies that I love now exist. So,
1: yeah. And I said, I'm not huge on the slasher genre. But I will say, honestly, this is one of the better slashers that I've seen. Because, like like you, I don't watch a lot of them. I probably couldn't name ten of them mm-hmm. that I've seen all the way through. You might be able to bring up a few that I'd say, oh, yeah, I watched that. Right, right. But, like, the early mid-80s is kind of a blind spot for me in horror because a lot of it I don't like because I find it fucking boring. Yeah. There are long chunks of this movie that are incredible incredibly
0: boring. You know, it feels like a lot of this movie, a lot of the even even the writing, a lot of the everything felt very technical. Like they were following a formula for lighting, following a formula for blocking, following a formula for the jump scares, following It is very formulaic, but it works cuz they may have invented part of that formula for all I know. So I can I was trying to figure out because I've heard this movie mentioned In other podcasts, I've heard people who love horror fucking wax on about this. People who love oddball movies talk about this. Having watched it, it didn't seem that oddball. It just seemed eh. But then I realized the time frame that it came from. And then I'm like, okay, I can kind of get it. Because, you know, I don't know how much they originated or didn't. But it was different. Different enough.
1: Yeah. And I think by the time the mid to late 80s, when, like, the real, like... All stars of the slasher genre had pretty much come and gone. I think people were bored with it by then, obviously. But it, this was a time when, yeah, having a man falling on a machete in that well—oh my god! It, it that would sell your tickets to your fucking you're horror fans and, you know, obviously teenage boys are going to go see for boobs Uh, and I mean, written and directed by women, women,
0: which was at the time unheard of.
1: Yeah. There's very strong female vibes and there's obviously a lot of, uh, phallic symbols causing harm and a Mm -hmm. lot of men being just awful pigs. Oh, hell yeah. But I, I didn't think it was too out of step with a lot of eighties movies, regardless of who, wrote or directed them
0: and now that i think about it think about who who won the day in the end women it wasn't the the guys that saved her it wasn't anything so there was that i'll give the movie that i just thought about that
1: yeah it was uh the girl whose house it was uh, valerie or, yeah and her or sister trish. Yeah, no her. trish was
0: at the other house it was valerie
1: yeah and then her little sister
0: mm-hmm so I appreciated that now that I think about it, because that's unheard of at that time, too. Well, Lori Myers, but...
1: Right, and that's what I don't know. I don't know enough about teenage girls in the 80s to say whether any of the dialogue in this was any even slightly realistic. Mm-hmm. Don't know. I I wasn't born when this movie came out, so I I don't have a direct frame of reference for the time. All mm-hmm. I can really do is kind of follow movies of that era. But it, it does seem to go above and beyond with the boobage. And, mm-hmm.
0: and the sex talk. And uh
1: Yeah. It, yeah. It, and the It's teen focused.
0: Yeah, it is. And some of the stuff was boarding on. Oh, my God. this! I don't want to. I don't want to hear this. I don't want to hear this.
1: Yeah. Hearing.
0: You've been uh, given hand jabs since the fifth grade. To a yeah. a fourteen year old or a thirteen year old, how?
1: Yeah, a a very much underage girl g- pulling out a Playgirl and mm-hmm. saying, "I'm doing my biology homework."
0: Mm-hmm. It, Big red lipstick and a lollipop.
1: I, again, it gets away with it only for nostalgia's sake because it, I, I'm a thirty seven year old man. Mm-hmm. I see that and I get uncomfortable.
0: It was yeah, it was nasty.
1: It's kind of like the reason that I can't listen to The Runaways anymore. Because yeah. I know that she was 15 when they recorded those songs, and hearing her moan, uh-huh. nope,
0: I am I am all set. I didn't know that when I, I picked the ra- album randomly off the rack when I used to do that shit and had money for it. Fucking Runaways, let's see what this is. Oh, fucking A. And then I found the story of The Runaways, and I don't think I've listened to it since.
1: Yeah, it's I, I, I recognize their importance, mm-hmm. but... Uh, Oh boy, I, it's
0: a lot of baggage involved with that.
1: It, yeah, but it, more or less like mm, I, I I know how old she is, and I I'm very much approaching middle age. Mm-hmm. This isn't for me. No, turn it off. Turn I was it off.
0: I was uncomfortable about that when I was young. Just like no, no, just no.
1: Yeah, mm. and that's why like as I <laughs> as I've gotten older, like slashers get even more kind of out of reach for me. I mm-hmm. think, and especially with all the you know like very thoughtful films that we watch. Yeah. it uh, it, it, They kind of pass me
0: by. Well, you know, these things, had I watched them all, had I been into them when they came out, <coughs> they were marketed to me at my age when they came out. So now I'm not that age. They are not marketed to me at all. So watching them, you're right, watching them as an adult is a completely different experience because instead of going, whoo, who I would run through the forest for her. I'm like, fuck, I bet you she's cold. Fucking hope she puts some clothes on and gets the fuck home. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I'm thinking in an entirely different manner. Because I am significantly older.
1: Yeah, and the uh, the movies of that era that I really will gravitate towards as far as horror are the ones that are just buck wild. Mm-hmm. Like, Jesus, like, The Fly.
0: <laughs> oh, God,
1: yeah. Like, yeah, slashers were going on, but also David Cronenberg was doing some shit.
0: Well, <laughs> Dress to Kill*, which is I'm trying to find so that we can watch. I want to grab a couple copies of the used DVD store.
1: Yeah, it, it those are the movies of that era that honestly that I prefer to watch. Scanners. Because, yeah, it's, again, <laughs> Cronenberg. Yep.
0: <laughs> well, I, well, I'm on a kick now.
1: Yeah, and the the slasher genre, I find so much of it so boring that. Yeah, some of it technically is cool, mm-hmm. and that's where a lot of you know, like great filmmakers got their starts doing, you know, uh, the, the, the the gore effects. Right. Jesus Christ, my brain took a shit right in the middle of it. That's
0: okay, because I didn't know where you were going, and I helped you out.
1: Yeah, and, but and you know, I I hate to diminish the importance that slashers had, especially just on film as a whole. Right. But man, can I have a very hard time getting into them? And again, this is no exception. It's it, it's hard for me, James. Well,
0: and I think about it too. I, I was just you talked about this one had a must have had a little bit of a budget. You know what I mean? Because they had directors, they had producers, they had real writers, real actors, all that stuff. So there's some money in this, was it? But at that time, also a lot of the slashers came out because I've got this much film we need to sell it. Can we make a you know, can we make something that somebody would watch and I think that's where a lot you said a lot of people came out of that because they had to figure out how to fucking do it quick, cheap and good or as good as they can make it.
1: Right. And that's what and you know, there are some of the slashers that are just absolutely buck wild. Mm-hmm. They're fun. Yes. So some, some of them but it, when it's just jokes like in this movie, like I didn't
0: they didn't seem yeah if they would have seemed a little more organic but,
1: but it, no for example what i'm saying is that like it was a little later on oh. past 82 but like the friday the 13th where jason smashes somebody against a tree while they're in a sleeping bag where oh. shit when you're just like jesus fucking oh when they were
0: getting real real clever with the kills yeah
1: yeah, and just the stories are absolutely ludicrous. And mm-hmm. you just go, like, what the fuck is this shit?
0: Although I think we both agree, one of my favorite like scenes... Like when you
1: get is, to Hellraiser 3. Oh, Jesus,
0: seedy <laughs> face. Hell yeah, dude. Oh, God. My favorite gag in the whole movie, though, You, I'm pretty sure you agree, is when when the pizza delivery guy comes in. They, they answer the door. You see the corpse. Fucking eyes augured the fuck out. Just, uh-huh. Boom, falls. Pizza falls. They drag the body in the house. Pizza's dragged under him with the corpse, right? A little bit later, shot. the girls are coming up, and the one girl, I'm hungry. I always get hungry. And the pizza. pizza's probably cold, but probably still good. <laughs> fucking puts the pizza <laughs> box on the corpse's back mm-hmm. and just starts mowing the pizza. I feel better already. Yep. I fucking loved that. Uh-huh. Didn't well, need to be there, but I loved it. Yeah, the body in the fridge gag. I know, and I thought that, again, It was I thought they were going to Inspector Clouseau it. Like, one, two, three, okay, and now it's walk away, and they get off scot-free, because up until that point, nothing touched them. Nothing got near them. Nothing phased them, because A, they weren't aware of it, and B, it never got near them. And I was wondering if they were going to go through the entire movie and just flash to them at the end for not having gone to the slumber party and done what their parents said, that would have made a moralistic story which is more in line with what was happening at the time. And they didn't do that. They didn't give the killer a reason. They didn't do that. There was no big big denouement at the end. It just fucking ended with people crying and having just killed the murderer.
1: Yeah. Uh, I believe it it must have been about the 30-minute or so mark I forget which one of us said, like, they better start fucking killing teenagers <laughs> and goddamn quick. Yes. Whatever happened to the girl who got the auger to the
0: arm? We don't know. They never went back to her. I assume she's dead because she finished her job with everybody else.
1: I, did we both just miss something? Like, did did Shudder skip?
0: I think Shudder may have skipped.
1: Because, uh, again, she
0: was never mentioned. And we, yeah, we never saw the corpse again, did we? I don't know. Uh, I get confusing after a minute. So well, why was the coach showing up? I don't know. I it, I was thinking that was a subplot that we missed. Maybe there was some writing that didn't get on film or.
1: Well, well wasn't it something uh, like the coach called the girl across the street and said, "Hey, can you go check on the? Oh, girls didn't they at the call her?
0: Party? Yeah,
1: no. but why is their coach just checking in? on
0: what kind of well, weird 80s
1: shit is going on here?
0: I don't know. Well, maybe that's the one that knew the girls and they felt safe around the girls because, you know, Creeper Neighbor, but it looked like she was going to creep him if he didn't, As what I looked at. Oh, well, man. girls, I know you're awful scared, so huddle in. Let's just keep each other company. Man. That would have been a different movie.
1: Those teenagers really deserved it.
0: <laughs> For having zero personality and likability? I don't know. Just who gives a shit? Yeah, I... Them- like, I'm going to be real honest with you, James. Yeah. I got
1: nothing else to say about the Slumber Party Massacre.
0: I don't know. let talk about fucking condiments again. Cause-
1: <laughs> it's a 77-minute fucking 1982 slasher movie. Watch yeah. it or don't. No,
0: I, I wouldn't even put this on in the back of a party.
1: Yeah, it, that's the thing. Is like, It's kind of not even a good party movie because... <laughs> like, Yeah, if you're going to go get drunk and then, I guess, all huddle around when the killing starts. Because the last 15 minutes are pretty action-packed, I guess.
0: Oh, there's one other thing I wanted to mention. And I thought it was really cool because it was super meta and you didn't see stuff like that at the time. Woman's Was it the coach? I forgot who that was. That was watching this horror movie and knocked at the door. Hey, oh, no, it was Valerie. Let me in, let me in, let me in. And you hear the... The you know the slasher film that she's watching and can't tell which is which, and 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 when the horror happened outside when when old boy was getting augured the fuck out of, the incidental music keyed up to be scary for you even though it was on that movie for the scene and I thought that was clever as fuck.
1: Yeah, the diegetic music was really good. The, again, the it goes to show that somebody cared about this. Yeah, cause it's th- very well edited. There's the. Uh, I forget who is being killed when it just immediately flashes to the blunder with yes. the making daiquiris.
0: Mm-hmm. And
1: I mean, it's not like revolutionary, but it's a good solid edit where you just go, oh, 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 well, how oh ba- I get what you did there. You-
0: how many times I, did I say out loud during the movie, this is better than it has to be. It's better than it has to be because this would have held its own as a shitty flick with bad, it would have probably been more fun for me if the effects were shitty. And then, ha, 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 this was, you know, but because they were well done, I didn't have that.
1: And that's what, like, I also, I don't have the same, I guess, deep appreciation for trauma that a lot of people do. Because I know a lot of, like, your hardcore slasher fans also really, generally speaking, I'm not saying everybody, obviously, Mm. but, like, a lot of them are very big fans of trauma films, and, like, I can't get into them, I just, there's something about them that it's not that it's cheap. It's not that the acting's bad. It's not that they're fucking insane. It's all those things together that, for some reason, it just really turns me off. Well, I,
0: they, they had, like, a Japanese version of *Trauma S-Core with, you know, body dysmorphia and, like, tentacles and fucking things cut off and eyes growing out and shit. Oh, the Cronenberg Method. Right, but... It, it comes up again. Right, but, I mean, Latroma did a lot <laughs> of that. We gotta
1: do some Cronenberg. Oh, we
0: fucking do. But did a lot of that, and I saw that in a more modern, like, you know, like Tokyo Gore Police, or I forgot what the name of it was, but something like that. And it had the same ideas and the same kind of campy effects, and and it, I still didn't appreciate it.
1: Yeah, and I, th- I think one of the only films for me that really, like, nails this kind of Buckwild tone and just... It, it, overall insanity is like the original evil deads oh yeah and shit like that that like you watch it and you're just like man that was balls to the walls yeah. that was excellent and then i watch something like this and go well I, I guess it's it's fine when stuff happens but i don't get into the like Teen, the politics of teenage girls, none of that's very interesting to me. And Even I really when I was a
0: teenage they, boy, I couldn't give a flying
1: fuck. I, but I really wish that they would just get to the slumber party massacre already.
0: What was that? What, how long was it before the girl got killed at the, the, the school when she was locked in? Was it like we were 35, 40 minutes in? Oh, I have no idea. It was insane. Absolutely insane how, we, how long we had to wait for that fucking kill.
1: Yeah, and just the long sequences of uh, him stalking the, the arm girl in the locker room. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, I get it, but it, it's not raising the tension for me.
0: There was, you know, I had very no tension, no release in this entire movie. There were some jump scares. There were, what, ten of them, but there was nothing like a lot of, I guess, I, again, I'm spoiled from having these movies that fucking make you tense subtly. Just all you just everything's wrong, but you can't put your finger on why it's wrong. It's just ugh. this movie didn't do any of that. It didn't creep me out like that. It didn't do anything. It did not really. Die, it didn't even kind of tweak my uh, horror meter at all. Really.
1: Yeah, it's it's a slasher. Eh. <laughs> Don't see it. I mean, it it it, it again. It's certainly a film. It's not poorly made. I think it deserves its its due.
0: But or to be fair, if you know somebody who really really enjoys this movie, I have them type in some stuff because I have. I'm trying to figure out. I've heard people wax on this movie about oh this this and this, and I still don't see it. I'm, I would love to be convinced and watch it again.
1: Yeah. I probably won't. I'm not going to. I mean, at some point, I'm sure 10 years down the line, I'll throw on Slumber Party Massacre like on a Wednesday night while I'm trying to go to sleep.
0: Three months from now, I'm going to be trying to pick a movie for the show, and I'll be, hey, let's do Slumber Party Massacre, because that's how I am.
1: Yeah. <laughs> But, I mean, slashers have got to be like the Ramones, right? Where it all seems the same, unless you're real into it. Yeah, like golf, I suppose.
0: Yeah.
1: <laughs> yeah, blunt. that was a bad... I shouldn't have used something that I actually really like. Yeah, I, golf was the better.
0: Yeah, because <laughs> <laughs> I'm the one that can tell you the difference between the Ramones songs. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and what year they came from, and who sang what, and or who wrote what, and
1: yeah. Yeah, because after, what well, end of the century, the Ramones really...
0: Yeah. They're, they're fine. Were- <laughs> they were on I need, I need a Swimming Pool Tour at uh,
1: the uh, I, I forget which one it is that I turn off every time it gets to Ape Man Hop that is one of the most racist things that I've ever
0: heard oh <laughs> fucking Dee, Dee, wasn't it no which one no it was the other guy I fucking
1: nah, I, 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 I think it was Johnny
0: was that fucking big dickhead oh Johnny was a real Republican yeah yeah yeah. so I could see why maybe that song exists yeah, yeah fuck that guy hmm mm. Should we call it?
1: Well, well, we've just ended on a real dour note. <laughs> <laughs> Bad mouth in the remote.
0: No, just fucking Johnny. Eh, fucking Johnny.
1: Uh, James. <laughs> yes. Yeah, beautiful, handsome son of a gun. A teehee.
0: What have we got to plug? We've got this amazing, amazing podcast that we do every week. It, we sure do. Mm-hmm. Come, we r- we're plug like the, the fuck out of it. We're that.
1: like the U.S. Postal Service. Come rain or shine or snow or sleet or hail or sometimes we miss a week, yeah. but
0: we try not to. But, so we're not like the Postal Service at all, really. No, we
1: we just kind of try. Yeah, we we give it a shot mm-hmm. ish ish.
0: Yeah. Uh, but we we do have places that you can find us. One of them is. On our email which is horror vomit Podcast. Podcast at gmail dot com. Yes. Oh fucking close. Give me another year and I'll get that goddamn thing.
1: Uh we have Facebook groups, you I, can come talk to us, Instagram page. You yeah, we might actually
0: I no I'm not gonna post anything on the grom, I don't know how.
1: I I've been really debating whether we should set up a tweeter. A tweeter? Yeah, like I have one that I use to follow right-wing dickheads like Ben Shapiro just to see what they think about things, and Mm -hmm. it's always
0: terrifying. I I, I could probably come up with at least a smart-ass comment a day for the twits.
1: Yeah, but why bother?
0: Yeah, for the zero subscribers we'll probably get.
1: Well, not only that, but also like, man, it's tweeter. Yeah, We, We should figure out how to do a TikTok, though.
0: Are we Are going to do a dance or some shit?
1: Maybe. Why wouldn't we?
0: <laughs> I got... Fuck out. What do
1: you have against dancing?
0: I fucking love dancing. What are you talking about?
1: Yeah, i say I've seen your shoe collection. You, i say you do not strike me as the kind of man who would be opposed to the art of dance.
0: No. I, I have been known to cut a rug. <laughs> i say
1: as much of a Swayze fan as I know you are.
0: Fuck yeah.
1: Oh. Oh, um, also...
0: <laughs> hey... Oh, sorry. Focus, focus. We we, we we got on a Swayze kick. Back to, back to what we're yeah, doing. Yeah,
1: I, mean, I mean, Swayze <laughs> is always kind of infecting my brain at all times. Oops, like I a mushroom. Rib cage, high tight ass jeans. Mm, <clears throat> those whirling dancers
0: kicks. Oh, fucking and, luscious But, but mullet. anyway, it, oh. if you
1: like the things that we do here... And if you like thinking about Swayze and are thankful that we did that for you, mm-hmm. you should go give us five stars on Apple Podcasts. Hells or, yeah. Or, or Spots wherever, wherever you can.
0: Absolutely. Give us
1: them stars. All of the stars. CD. It's made of stars. It's It's it, all
0: it's made my of, stars. of
1: stars. It's my cup of stars. Nice. Yeah, it's a real Haunting a Hill House <laughs> reference.
0: Uh-huh. I didn't know. Something. Yeah, the book's better. I'm sure. On that note, good <laughs> well, yeah, goodbye. There's there's a whole thing we did about the haunting.